0: You are now tuned in to the Fake Ass Radio Show. Last week we talked about Kanye West's yay album. This week we talk about suicide and oh, poor LeBron James. We have a special guest tonight. Get your headphones ready for this one, cause it's raw. Wild Out, episode 116, Fake Ass Radio.
1: I didn't tell you to cut the line. Did I tell you to cut the line? You cut the line! Sir, they shut down before we could complete our trace.
2: We did manage to locate the general area where the transmission originated. Where? Seattle, Washington. Check out Michigan, I can make it bounce. <laughs>
1: Oh my god, I don't know how to do it. This is how to do it. Oh! <laughs>
3: And welcome to the fake ass radio show on Podbean and Strangelabel.com. I am your host, Scab B. This show is brought to you by Quarter Inch Drywall. How's it going? Two sheets of quarter inch drywall, it's about 20 bucks. Now, taking your half-inch drywall back to Home Depot because your dumbass measured some of your fucking bathroom walls wrong, well, that's just fucking priceless right there. Yeah, try it today. Uh. (laughs) Coming up in the hour. Got music from Dr. Dog. Kids see ghosts. And. Gene Techman is here. Gene Techman, everybody. What the hell's going on, Gene? Yeah. What the fuck is up, Scab? Yeah, you doing, man? I'm chilling. Your boy is chilling. Sure. I'm maxing relaxed relax and relaxing. got a nice uh, New Belgium Voodoo Ranger. Uh, nice. This is the Juicy Haze IPA. This is a New England style. New England
0: style IPAs are coming up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So.
3: Scab's here. Gene's here. What are you drinking?
0: Uh, yeah, tonight, man, I'm uh, drinking a Michigan uh, beer like I normally do. What I have here? Most Excellent Stellar. It uh, has, a, has a little cartoon picture of, uh, like, Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. It's looking, uh, classic folk following uh, Rollback ninety. Yeah, it's a, it's a double IPA, and it's quite like Michigan. So far, so good, Hey. Yeah, man, it's good. Yeah, yeah.
3: Like I said, Scav's here. I'm here. The fucking Voodoo yeah. Rangers in the house. Jeans here. The stellar excellence. Whatever you're drinking is here. Yeah, you know it. But wait. There's more. Wait, wait,
0: wait. What do you mean?
3: Somebody else is here, too. Oh. My goodness gracious, audience.
0: Oh, man.
3: You gotta give it up. For former co host Lori Wilde everybody. Lori yeah. Wilde is here. Lori Wilde.
2: What Lori. up everybody? How the Back hell are the you? Hell. It has what been eight minute. It
3: oh jeez. A minute.
2: I miss everybody. Yeah.
3: Somebody yeah. learned how to record themselves it appears.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just push the button. Just just
3: push the button. <laughs> push that garage band button.
2: <laughs> it only took me like a year to figure that out. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> slowest person in franchise history
3: all right well great to have you back Lori. uh the listeners love you
2: yeah all well, right. i love everybody what's up everybody i'm really excited to be back thank you for literally pushing me outside my comfort zone to be here and um i'm excited let's go this week
3: i listened back to uh one of our older episodes normally i just put them out and i don't ever think about them ever again which is why I forget about a lot of what I say. I'm sure I repeat myself so much on this fucking show. But I was listening to
0: what? Yeah,
3: <laughs> I was listening to an older episode though, and it was the three of us. It was the the holy uh, triumvirate or whatever the fuck you you would call us. And uh, we were just so fast paced. I we were just like boom, 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 boom. Not that like Jean and I suck now without you or anything, <laughs> but I was just like, wow, <laughs> we were just fucking move. We were going. So I was like, man, what if we have Lori
0: back on? So, uh.
3: Yeah, we reached out, and, and here we I are.
0: I think Lori balanced us out, man. I think uh, Lori, Lori added something to the mix. And, uh, I think we beat on our chest enough times, you know, that uh, the, the, ape,
2: the <laughs> right, man... So been... dick swinging's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I guess Lori had to straighten us up. We had to put our Sunday best on, so here we are I'm on the Sunday. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I'm excited to be back. Thank you. Yeah, you guys.
0: yeah, yeah. great to have you. It's great I'm to have excited. you back. I'm excited. I'm
2: literally recording this in my half- bath that's unfinished i've got a tupac poster on the wall i got a john (laughs) Lennon poster on the wall i got my my tapestry up like a fucking hippie you're not in my second place trophy on the wall
3: (laughs) you're not in your cool podcasting studio upstairs
2: yeah that's where i'm at
3: oh that's gonna be a bathroom
2: it's it's plum for half bath yeah
3: wow oh my god all right
2: yeah man is
3: that gonna be done in uh july next month when i come home no oh man i was hoping to drop a log in this that is like a, this is like a three-year
2: project i got a new roof last year man
3: i can uh i can totally empathize with you about the bathroom remodel i'm going through it right now my damn self i was just talking about fucking half inch drywall quarter inch drywall yeah. sheetrock motherfuckers layman's terms we're all about that on the show <laughs> Lori, it's so great to have you back
2: Thank you. Yeah, like I said, the fucking. Big ass radio show listeners, what up, y'all? Lori
3: Wilde back in the house. Listeners fucking love you, baby. (laughs) They love your ass. They love them some Lori Wilde.
2: I love them some listeners.
3: (laughs) Yeah, they definitely don't want to commit suicide when they hear your voice, Lori.
1: (laughs) Stop.
3: Yeah, oh maybe if uh, maybe if Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain uh, had a little lorry in their life, uh, <laughs> we might still have them. Oh right? Lord! Yeah, yeah, fucked maybe. up week for uh, for some people, you know. Not really myself. I don't really care about Kate Spade or Anthony Bourdain, but a lot of people do. So uh, yeah,
2: there was a lot of people who gave Anthony and a shout out on social media. Mm-hmm. I was impressed. Yeah. Well, not impressed, but I was surprised. I didn't. I never even seen the guy's show. I literally have no idea who the fuck he is. <laughs>
0: He's uh you know, and, and I, I came from the perspective where I appreciate him. I watched his show, and uh, he was a chef, and I've worked in the culinary industry for some time. So his uh, appreciation for Detroit was immense, and I, uh, you know, to see him go in that fashion, honestly, I, I'd have to compare it to like the way Scaff felt about Chris Cornell when uh, he passed away. You know, he's a, uh, awesome chef and, uh, you know, and then to see all these shows, you get to see the intimate side of him, what he was about, about eating food. And you know, it was all, always about love culture and meeting other people outside of your bubble in your realm. And that's what, that's where everyone fell in love with him. You know, he was, he was very versed and very cultured with the world.
2: Yeah. I had always heard his name and I knew he did a couple of specials in Detroit. Cause I've got some friends who are in the restaurant business downtown. Yeah. And, um, I guess he's definitely come through, and I saw a bunch of quotes about him saying, like, you know, I wish I could say I was from Detroit, so that's what's up.
3: Yeah, totally. I didn't know he said that shit. Yeah. Yeah. What a guy. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like he caught a lot more wreck on the social media uh, in terms of just people's sadness than uh, Kate Spade did.
2: Well, you know, it's kind of weird because I have a girlfriend who's a nurse, and I was just recently hanging out with her, and she was saying that there's been an unusual number of suicide attempts coming through the hospital this early spring. Like, unusually, it's like going into the winter, but for some reason, this spring, it's been really bad. Hmm. So I'm not really—there's something going on in our air around here, man.
3: It might be going around everywhere. Shit, it seems to be in the water.
2: It might be. I don't know. It's it's mental illness is a really serious thing, and I know suicide isn't something that you think you know you have much sympathy for, and a lot of people don't. But I really think that um, it's a really big topic, and it's definitely not taken seriously enough as 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 overall for our country. I just I'm actually finishing season two of Thirteen Reasons Why on Netflix, yeah. and it's about a girl in high school who commits suicide and leaves behind um, 13 tapes about why she killed herself. And it's a really interesting show. I mean, it's sort of weird to look at it from a high school perspective because I was really fortunate in high school. I didn't have much of that type of drama, but um, it's really weird nowadays and it's a big issue. I mean, people, I don't think they realize how um, permanent suicide is. Right. She left behind tapes. Tapes, cassette tapes.
1: What the fuck? She that's had kids fucking, roam
2: around school, didn't even know what cassette tapes were, listening to cassette tapes. That's
3: childish. Sorry. <laughs> like you said, yeah, I really don't have a lot of sympathy for uh, people who commit suicide. I hate to say it. And uh, now you gotta fucking leave behind the fucking the treasure map with some clues and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, let, let me show you why I committed suicide. But uh, first, it's
2: pretty, this show is pretty graphic too. They actually end up showing her do it at the end of this first season. Uh, It's kind of messed up.
0: And and see, that's where where I'm coming from with the thought and the idea like suicide. uh, I I was affected by suicide by a friend of mine, very, very close friend of mine that I grew up younger. He didn't kill himself, but his older sister, her, her child's father, who was only a couple of years old, did. And I knew him as a young child. And uh, to me, I, I guess I'm, uh, I, I relate to what Scav is saying because I do relate to that being such a selfish act. I don't feel bad for you. And I try to put myself in the position of, in the mindset of me- mental illness and someone that might have that issue. And, you know, going into a, a psychiatric thought of thinking it's going to be better on the other side of death is just something I don't relate to. Yeah, I feel uh, bad, but right. I just I- personally don't relate.
2: Yeah, I mean, I can say having experienced quite a bit of adversity as a child, I there was points in my youth where I thought about what life would be like. Well, like what the world would be like without me. Right. And I considered like that being a reality, which is totally. sort of weird to say, but
3: yeah.
2: Um, I can you know.
3: tell you what the world is like with you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, hey. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, we can't lose you, Lori. Jesus Christ. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, Lord. But Anyways.
3: Yeah. So uh, how did it go? Kate <laughs> Spade, she she went first, right?
2: I think she hung herself. Yeah,
3: she was what? She was having a bad day and, uh. yeah. No. To take the I'm sure of...
2: it all boils down to mental illness. It's lonely at the top, man. People make it to success, and they like they make this like, successful lifestyle to be so glamorous. It's fucking hard. Like, it's not cool being lonely it's not like people get really lonely when they get to a certain level of success. I mean, yeah. that's why so many like artists are so tormented and like they get to the point where they're so successful. And I mean, I have to imagine at certain points you question whether or not you've sold out and whether you're in it for the same reasons and yeah. you know, who you can trust and all that shit. Like I can't even,
3: I would love to sell out. God damn it. <laughs> I can't wait to sell the fuck out. Jesus
2: Christ.
3: <laughs> can I please that's, sell shit, the fuck that's what, out?
2: That's what we're doing. Oh <laughs> my
3: God my God. Show me the money. My right, God damn it.
2: Show me the right. money. I'm trying to get paid.
3: I'm trying to ride a fucking motorized cart around a house and get wasted and piss off the side of
0: it. <laughs> With your robe. Yeah, in my bathrobe. <laughs> oh, shit. On a dirt bike yeah. track in my backyard. There you
3: go. So, yeah, it's been nothing but suicide awareness uh all over again this week. Yeah, it's Chris Cornell and... And Chester rope tester all over again. And, and, uh, yeah, like I said, suicide's a bitch move. It's kind of a bitch move, I feel like. And, uh, I'd be angry if I knew these people personally. I, I wouldn't be sad. And I'm sorry to say this, but I'd be angry. I'd You'd be angry. You probably
2: experience all phases of grief. I mean, that's how it works.
3: I wouldn't be sad if either of you motherfuckers committed suicide. No way.
2: Whatever. I'd be fucking angry. You'd be angry. so pissed off. You'd be like, oh, my God, I'm so sad. I can't hear Lori's voice anymore. And play the boner <laughs> sound drop. <laughs> I That's know, exactly right? exactly right. God damn it. The sweaty.
3: <laughs> I don't get to play the fucking sweaty drop ever again.
2: Sweaty. Oh, sweaty. <laughs> I'm, I'm still, not even gonna lie. Right now, I'm wearing a really old T-shirt, and I've been wearing it all day, and it has like stinky armpits. So ooh, I'm really gross Sweaty. Right
3: now. <laughs> nice. That's so hot. Uh, so hot. Uh, <laughs> I'd still have your picture though if you committed suicide though. So you know, I'd be good. I'd still be good. Gross. <laughs> oh, Let's go right to work.
2: Oh my God.
3: <laughs> yeah. Enough. I wouldn't be sad
0: though. Wouldn't be sad. Like
3: I There's said. There's
2: one reason why I will not commit suicide. Yeah. <laughs>
0: There you go. <laughs> Lori's here forever. Pace, the silver lining of life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Keep
1: it God in your fucking it. pants, guys. Perspective
3: is everything. <laughs> if you're hurting out there, people, seriously, though, come on. Talk to somebody. Please. Talk to somebody. Talk to anyone. Talk to anybody. Talk to strangers. I love talking to fucking strangers.
2: Strangers are some of the best people to talk to.
3: I'm not even suicidal when I talk to strangers. Shit.
0: Talk to Lori.
2: <laughs> Talk to me. Send me a DM. I got yeah. you. you.
0: You know, the the thing is, I mean, it is it is mental illness. And it's, a, uh, it's one of those things that it doesn't have a set black and white. I come from a, a different perspective of, like, you know, I, I relate to what you're saying, Scav. Like, it takes a weak mind to think that there's not a person that hasn't lived and gone through something worse than what you're going through right now. Perspective. I mean, you know, it could be the worst thing in the world, but it's probably better than a stick in the eye. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day you know if you if you need help yeah reach out there's always a way to look at every single last thing in a different perspective your cup half full half empty and i think that's a choice that we all make every single day in between our own eyes like am i going to make the decision to be happy today or am i going to choose to dread what i do choose to do every single day
2: well and let's face it too i think sometimes we get so caught up in like what life's supposed to look like and we don't recognize that we're all just sort of figuring it out as we go. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't, I couldn't have told you that I would be where I'm at in my life even six years ago. I, you know, you just don't know. You just yeah. have to try to remain open. And I think along with your perspective point, like, the more people you meet and the more you can broaden your thought process, the more perspective you'll have. So you'll start to recognize maybe, I would hope, at least that would be a way to try, that your life is worth so much more than, you know, just ending it. Yeah. So yes get help so, if you need anything. Yeah, yeah. Fars Fars is here for you.
3: There you go. Fars. Yeah.
0: Fars, Fars. for short. F A R S
3: FARS, F-A-R-S,
0: Fars. <laughs> Big Gas Radio show.
3: <laughs> yeah. These motherfuckers both had kids too, man. Both of these motherfuckers are leaving behind kids. So these kids are going to be fucked up too. Let's not forget about that. Let's not forget about their kids. You think this might be some Star Whacker shit? You know what that is? Star whacker? No. What is that even?
2: You think even they mean? were
3: professionally murdered? No. No?
2: You don't no, think so? I think the likelihood of someone like getting killed while having pretty intense, like, BDM sex is more likely than Star whacker.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I heard both these motherfuckers have spoken out about uh crooked Hillary uh in the media before. <laughs> So, uh, Come on. the yeah, fuck out of here. Uh, I on. don't know. You know, hey, just trying to look at it from all angles. That's all. That's what, uh, that's what a good journalist does, like myself. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Whatever it is, though, uh, we uh, have to say goodbye to uh, Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain this week. Yeah, two, a twofer this week. <laughs> Giving you a two for Tuesday. The suicide department. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. Kate Spade, uh, fashion designer and uh, celebrity chef,
0: Anthony Bourdain. Man, she had them swaggy ass purses too, man. I wouldn't know nothing about that. Oh, she had (laughs) had some swaggy ass purses.
2: Yeah, all the housewives were on the Kate Spade bandwagon. And the rose golds.
0: Every every lad, you're right, every single lad, suburban.
2: I never even came close to a fucking case spade. Nope. Sorry. (laughs) Not my style.
3: (laughs) LeBron James will kill himself next.
1: (laughs) So stupid. Yeah. So stupid. That's too soon.
2: Too soon.
3: Yeah, did you watch those Too Soon.
0: Liberty Whackers, man, they're going
3: to be after him. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know what the odds were, the Vegas odds. But, uh, yeah, they couldn't have been great. I think they were giving up, what, like 10 points per game to to Golden State. But, yeah, LeBron, he's he, somebody needs to watch out for him, man. <laughs> somebody um, should keep an eye out for him.
2: He's on the watch list.
3: Yeah, I mean, for sure, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> he's going to be. LeBron, Braun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Please. There's so I wouldn't be surprised if he him. just
2: fucking faked his suicide. <laughs> right. <laughs> just Tupac <laughs> so himself. At flopping. I can't even believe that guy sometimes. I mean, I'm not. I'm not a LeBron hater at all. I I think LeBron is a freak of nature. But I can't get behind someone faking flopping every other fucking possession down the court. I'm sorry. It's not cool, bro. It's not cool.
3: That's right. Jordan didn't do that shit. Jordan just fucking went into the preseason and bulked up. And came back and beat the fuck out of anybody who tried to put him down. So, yeah, LeBron needed
0: to do the same thing, that little bitch.
2: See. I mean, he doesn't need to bulk up anymore. He's a monster. Are you kidding me? Jordan was like
0: Spider-Man. Jordan figured the code out. Like, he might let you pull a defensive play on him maybe once or twice in the beginning of the game. But, like, then he just figured it out. And by the end of the fourth quarter, he was like, cheat code. He had your formula down, you know?
2: Well, the comp- the competition at the time that Jordan played was much different than it is now. Everyone's totally. athletic now. Totally. LeBron is a monster. I-, I guarantee that if LeBron and Jordan played, LeBron would win. He's just so much and, more athletic.
0: In their prime And he's bigger. I would argue with that. Oh, I don't know. You think in their
2: prime Jordan would win? I think Jordan would outsmart him.
0: Yeah. I don't they would know. make an exceptional
2: teammate.
0: And that's and that's where I think uh that's where I think Jordan had a I think they have two different basketball IQs. And, uh, yeah, and I, you know, I've never been a LeBron fan per se. Like I recognize him being a great athlete. You know, I've always thought he was great, but immediately he's always been compared to Jordan. Jordan, ah, you know, I, I still look at him and watch him play. And I think if he would have played in today's game, I think he would have figured out a formula to unlock the cheat code to figure out how to do it.
2: Do you I, think he would have been like, one, like a Stephon Curry, LeBron James hybrid?
0: Because um, yeah. Stephon
2: Curry is pretty smart.
0: Yeah, totally. I think he has a great basketball IQ for his position
2: as a point guard. He should. He grew up, his dad was like a coach in the NBA or some shit. No, he Didn't he know that? His
0: father played in the NBA. And yeah, he and he was
2: a coach, coach. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or, or he was always around during like Both. season and stuff, which. oh yeah. He played in the <laughs> NBA, then he became a coach. Talk about a golden ticket. Yeah, totally. <laughs> oh. Cool. I like I like at some point thought Stefan Curry was just some fucking random from college who was draining threes during the NCAA tournament. I didn't recognize that his dad was like some monster on the NBA. Yeah. What a boring oh, ass finals.
0: I yeah, didn't watch. man. I
2: literally game, didn't even watch.
0: That fucking game 1, it was the silliest thing in the damn world. And honestly, this is this is where I'm ashamed of myself. Like I, I I've never been a LeBron fan. You know, he's a great player, sure, but I was never really cheering him on. We talked about it on a episode, a couple episodes ago. Scav and I, um, you know, Ohio. I live in Michigan. Ohio's always been the competition. Playing for Cleveland, you just, you just, we just don't want you to win. Period. Right. Fuck me. And um, you know, and going into this, uh, going into this game one with Steph Curry, we've watched Steph Curry win. You know, the, the team is awesome. They got some great players. But for a glimmer, for, for a glimmer, and about the, it was about the end of the second quarter of the first game, I said, you know what? I kind of want to see LeBron win this. I kind of want to see him pull it off. And uh, I saw it all dwindle away in the fourth quarter at that fucking stupid, dumb play. Mr. J.R. Smith wanted to play. And, uh, yeah, you know, and after, after that, after that, everything dwindled and was just gone. So, total smooth.
2: Well, yeah, me right. and some colleagues were talking about it. Someone was like, yeah, I would be pissed, too. I would be pissed. I mean, my expression would be the exact totally. same as LeBron's was. Fuck, <laughs>
1: like,
2: I'd be He had like 51 points that game or something stupid. Like, Fuck, yeah. That's, you, that's just erased in history because of that play. Pretty
0: <laughs> that much. Entire, that entire possibility of that being a competitive series disappeared right after. that.
2: Yeah, momentum is everything.
0: Yeah, that was everything.
2: Some pretty it was funky... basically like I just took a balloon in my arm and then I had a pen in my other hand and I just fucking smacked that balloon and killed it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> there, <there's some laughs> and that funny shot the,
2: the, the fuck out of it.
0: <laughs> there's some pretty funny Instagram uh, memes out there. There's this guy, uh, Blake Webby. He, has, uh, he does a couple voiceovers for these games. And uh LeBron's walking around frustrated. All the uh, Golden State players are talking shit. They're going back and forth. They're like... You're not LeBron James. You're not really LeBron James. I am LeBron James. I really, I am LeBron James. Oh, no.
2: <laughs> I can only you know, imagine man, you're the shit LeBron talking James. that goes on, that I didn't know Le- nothing LeBron about. LeBron
0: wouldn't play like this. You're not the real LeBron James. I am the real LeBron James.
3: There's uh. <laughs> <laughs> another one where it's, uh, it's Fantasia, and uh, a bunch of brooms are trying to break through the door. Mickey Mouse is trying to hold the shit back, but it's LeBron's head superimposed on him there's <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of brooms <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs>
2: Sweet. yeah i'm not gonna lie people are good at memes yeah oh, yeah, so memes yeah. Are oh great. my god that's like i can't it's so funny yeah, yeah. Oh. so funny so, so there you go sorry, man LeBron. golden
3: state warriors sweeping the cleveland cavaliers in the finals right. this year and uh yeah somebody should uh somebody should probably watch out for uh Roll Bron, Bron. All right. Bron, Bron. We need to keep an eye on him. All right, please. Keep
0: an eye. Keep him close. Let's see what team he gets traded to, and it'll probably be Los Angeles.
3: There was another meme where it's uh the end of Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's LeBron's head on Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's lowering himself into the molten steel. And his teammates
1: are like, you don't got to do this. (laughs) Don't go. And he's like, goodbye. (laughs)
3: Oh, God. They just keep getting better and better. Uh, I don't mind if these two teams play each other for the rest of my life. (laughs) Just based on the memes that come out of the series, you know? It's just fucking great. So. Keep your eyes out for those people. They're fucking gold. We'll be right back. You are listening to (laughs) The Fake Ass Radio
1: Show. (laughs)
3: I'm Scav D, and for years I tried everything to quit cigarette smoking, but nothing worked for me. That's why I used Chantel, the new quit smoking method. Uh
1: Uh-uh, motherfucker, I know you ain't
2: about to light up that fucking cigarette up in here.
3: Look, Chantel is not a patch or a self-help cassette tape. Chantel is a ghetto white girl from Pontiac, Michigan, who is with you all the time to help you quit smoking.
1: the shit you fucking stink all the time up in here with them cigarettes god damn it i told your ass to put that shit out
3: while taking Chantel with you you may experience changes in behavior or thinking hostility aggression agitation depression or suicidal thoughts or actions
1: punk ass little bitch god
3: damn it you should probably not take Chantel if you experience any of these symptoms or if you've been known to slap a bitch or carry a pistol
1: you shit with your virginia slim smoking ass
3: increase alcohol use when taking Chantel, and use caution when driving it's
1: right there turn 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 you pass it you dumbass motherfucker
3: so please consult your doctor and find out if Chantel is right for you and don't put off quitting one more day
1: little dick having motherfucker shut the fuck up bitch
3: Stan Lee, creator of Spider-Man, The Avengers,
1: and some of your other favorite Marvel comic book superheroes. And when it comes to an inspired and privileged retirement, the Stan Lee retirement home is where you want to be. Hey man, I told you get your ass back in the bed before I fuck you up. Quality of life, peace of mind, harmony, It's all here. Motherfucker, did you sit yourself again? Dirty blood clot, motherfucker. Independent living at its finest. Our atmosphere is lively and engaging. Motherfucker, you better break out your checkbook, man, if you think I clean your shitty blood clot butthole again. And the on-site leisure activities have something for everyone, for every interest. Shut the fuck up and see the fuck down. At the Stanley Retirement Home, your health and well-being is our top priority. That's why our caring staff offers personalized service. You bet you have some crazy, man made me smack the fuck out of you again. So if making the most of your golden years matters to you, the choice is clear. Hurry up and get the fuck to bed, man. My friends are coming over. The Stan
3: Lee Retirement Home. It's where you want to be. Yo,
0: bumble-clots, bossy boy. And now, welcome back to... The Fake Ass Radio Show. Gene, Lori. What up? Yo. Big Holy- ass radio show team squad. What's up? What's up, crew? Squad.
1: Yo, yo. Squad yo, in the house. Yo, yo, squad.
2: yo,
3: yo. Well, man, what do you say we get into that part of the show where we do the music bang? What do you say? Woo. Let's <laughs> do
0: the music.
1: Uh, All <laughs> right, here we go. I'm down. Give us a where I got the music, where I got a place to go. Where I got the music, Why I got a place to go. Where I got a place, where I got a place, where I got a place to go. Sweaty. Where I got the music, Why I got a place to go. Where I got the music, I got a place to go. Where I got the
3: Whoa, 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 I love you still. Ah, damn it. Well, there you go. What do you say, Lori?
2: Oh, is it my turn?
3: Ladies first.
2: (laughs) Yay, I'm so excited. Um, So... For those of you who don't know, I teach spin. So every week I have to come up with a new playlist for spin. So I'm always listening to Pandora, liking and not liking, and I get songs sent to me by the algorithms. So recently I discovered this song called Level, and it's by the Raconteurs, Um and it's on their album Broken Boys Soldiers. And interestingly enough, as I was sitting here preparing for this episode, I just so happened to Google them because I didn't know anything about them. Um, and it turns out this album was actually recorded in the basement uh, st- in home studio of someone named Benjamin in the band in Detroit. Oh! And Jack White is in it. What? So, yeah, I had a feeling it might have been Jack White, but I wasn't sure. I had no idea. And the cover sort of looks like him, but I don't know. I'm not like a big Jack White person, I just like his music. Yeah. So, anywho, um, the song is the shit. It's not too long. And it's just good. I like spinning to it. So it's called Level and it's by the Rack and Tuners. Rack and Tuners. Rack and Tours. The Rack and Tours.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> On the Fig S Radio Show with Scab D, Gene Techman, and Lori Wilde. My baby's level. I try to read her
1: mind. She's I'm guessing all. La,
3: Oh, my Lord. That's shit's wow. fucking sweet. That's a hell of a Holy jam right
0: there. Holy moly. That's fire. You
3: can tell it <laughs> sounds like, what did shut. you say it was recorded in, like, a basement in Detroit or something like that? It's got a rugged sound to it. Oh. Apparently, that's... the
2: seed was sown in an attic in the middle of a hot summer when friends Jack White and Brendan Benson got together and wrote a song that truly inspired them.
0: <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you go.
3: Lori coming with that fucking <laughs> <That's>... info. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> only, I didn't make only, that
2: up. I, I read that from somewhere.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> nice. So, yeah, that was the song Level by the Rack and Tuners.
3: Like <laughs> the Rack and Tours.
2: <laughs> Whatever the name is. I just think of the big ass dead raccoon outside my house smelling up the area. <laughs> <laughs> smelling up my shit.
3: Smelling up Eight Mile.
2: <laughs> I'm uh, not going to get it. Someone else needs to go get that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just keep my windows closed. <laughs> there you go.
0: Gene. Yeah. Cheer up, my frayer. Yeah, man. I've, uh, I've been listening to a lot of music lately, and I would like to say that I'm just very happy with the acoustic sounds that have been going into my ears. I've been having ear gazes over and over and over. And, uh, you know, we talked about it in our last episode, uh, Kanye West's uh, album, uh, Yay, released. And it was a short album. It was seven songs. And I know that was one of your biggest complaints about it, Scav. Uh, I must say, I, I actually love that it was just a shorter album. I, uh, I appreciate the, uh, the songs, and uh, I played the album over and over and over, and I appreciated that. And, uh, to follow it up, he released a- another album, uh, Kids See Ghosts, with uh, artists artist he's worked with Bass Kid Cudi. And, uh, and I, again, was floored again by the acoustic sounds that were going through my ears. I was very, very, very happy with this album. And uh, the opening song, uh, Feel the Love, it starts off with Pusha T, who is the president of good music, Kanye West's label, and he's coming hot off the press with his uh, little battle with little Drake, sir. And, uh, you know, I think he just comes in. I think he, uh, he, he's an MC that just demands respect. I think the sound is awesome. I think the beats are great. And, uh, you know, I think when you listen to this song, it's the opening song of the album. I think it's short. It's only seven songs. I think you should just follow it up and listen to the rest of the album. But it's probably one of my favorite albums of the year. Uh, but yeah, this is Kids See Ghosts. Kanye West, Kid Cuddy with Scav D, Gene Techman, and Lori Wilde on the Fake Ass Radio Show. Heal I to be in
1: love. I to be in love. I to be in love. We not worry about no other niggas, we the mother niggas. You bust down a roller, I bust down a brick, then I fluttered, nigga. I am not too big compared to you rappers, easy does it, nigga. I am more easy, you trying your best to become me, nigga. She like them bottles with bubbles in it, buy her and another linen. Why would I wait when there's other women? Why would I hate we in love with women? Buy her bundles, fly her out. Bring a friend, I try her out. Ain't no worries finding out. The details as I ironed out. Easily they plays along. Hoping that I play a song. Love to fuck feel the trap love. music. <laughs> Dope money just came <laughs> along. Next to <laughs> it Next to
3: It. Ooh, there you go. There's yeah, that man. new Cuddy Kanye you was talking about. I just like it,
1: man. Just, I can I, still feel the love. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: That's right. It's like feel all this all love. All my work, workout mix, man. It just makes man makes my, my, my goosebumps go crazy all over my body, man. I like it. Get all goose pimply, eh? That's what I'm on right now, man. <laughs> That's what I'm on. I like that shit. Feel my love. Somebody feel.
3: See, same thing with the new Kanye album. I'm uh, kind of halfway with this record too. I'm not yeah. totally there yet with it, but uh, I might get there.
0: That's okay, you know, everybody has different tastes. It's we'll just, see. To me, it's a beautiful piece of uh, work, I love it.
2: I feel like he's sort of getting back to some sort of like African roots with some of the sound effects or sounds that they're making. Shit's getting tribal. Um. Yeah, a little tribal, which is which. Is actually a few of them I'm cool with. A couple of them I'm a little bit like, wow, especially initially. But it's a good, it definitely is, I could see it getting hype.
0: Yeah. yeah. There you go. I like the album. Just, there's some hype songs to me on the album. I think uh, I think there's a, there's another song, Free. It's Ghost Town Part 2, which is a carryover for Ghost Town Part 1. And uh, there's a feature from Most Deaf. Andre 3000 did some production on one of the tracks. I just think it's a great album. It's a great piece of There you go. It's
3: listenable. You should fuck with it. Yeah. I'm going to close it out. I got one more song tonight. I am going to play uh, a band that I've played on the show before. Uh, These guys are from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm pretty sure that's where they're from, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, The last song I played from them was episodes and episodes and episodes ago, and I do believe both of you kids were on the show then. Uh, The song was called Jackie Wants a Black Guy. I mean, Jackie wants a black eye. God damn it. Why can't I get that fucking shit right? Son of a bitch. Say, well, well, Jackie.
2: So I feel like I've heard that joke, but I don't remember. Did that.
3: the same thing, man. You know? <laughs> if a joke just works, it works. You know what I'm saying? Anyways. Yeah. Uh, they've got a new record out. Uh released just, uh, like, within the last month. It's called Critical Equation. This song I'm about to play is... Uh, Song I'm about to play, it popped up in my little uh, Release Radar Playlist of Spotify, which I Absolutely adore uh, If I'm also uh, If I'm not Listening to the fake-ass radio show On Spotify The song's called Coming Out of the Darkness And I really think everyone's gonna Like it, alright Dr. Dog, fake-ass Radio show, D, Gene Techman Lori Wilde I mean, Get
2: out the way.
3: <laughs> Fake ass radio show scav. Gene <laughs> Lori. Wow. Yeah, that's a catchy one, right?
2: that Yeah, it caught yeah. it caught on. It caught I on. I
3: like those sounds. The bad crazy. about that one. Dr. Dog. Coming Get out of the Dr. darkness. Dog. New record. Get
2: out the way.
3: New record. Yeah, yeah. New shit. New shit. Dr. Dog. Dr. Dog. Dr. Dog. Well, there you go. God bless it. I'd say that's about a podcast episode right there. We had Lori back. Yeah.
0: You know, Jesus Christ. Lori Wilde back in the house. Talked about slitting wrists and stuff. Oh, and like, <laughs> Dying and we talked forgot, about... Forgot to remind me
2: about
0: that. Yeah, the, uh, the loss of the King Bron Bron to the Light Skin Coalition and Golden State Warriors. <laughs>
2: Hey, I do want to give my boy Willie Green a shout out, assistant coach for the Golden State Warriors, winning his second NBA championship and former U of D Titan basketball player, one year older than me. What up, Willie? Oh, all right. To you and your family. There you go. Yeah, Yo, cool. Willie Green. He my used name to do is the six Willie. tomahawk dunks from the sideline, from the baseline. Oh, my God.
3: Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, okay. Shit. Willie. Okay. Willie. Laura, are you still on social media at all?
2: You know, I just recently deleted my Instagram account from my phone, but I still it's still out there, but underscore L-O-R-I Wild underscore Lori Wild. Um, that's my Instagram account. I have a Twitter, I think, the Lori Wild. Um, you do. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. You do.
3: So follow Lori.
2: <laughs> yeah, follow me. One day I'll, you know, download it all again and get back at it, probably in maybe a month or two. I want to live my life out here in the real world, you know?
3: There you go. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I'm sure the people on the social media can get it, too. Well, Gene, you've got some social media. I know you do.
0: Yeah, I have uh, social media. I'm on just about every single platform. So I'm sure uh, whatever you're on, just look me up. It's Gene Techman. G-E-A-N-T-E-C-H-M-A-N. Respective changer, hip-hop expert. I love you. And I've also got social media.
3: My name is Scav D. It is short for Scavenge Detroit. And uh, I'm all over the interwebs. Just give me a fucking Google search, all right? Give me that Google search. Click on everything you find, all right? I'll appreciate you if you do. And then, of course, the Fake Ass Radio Show has got social media as well. We are on the Facebook. Search for us there. Click on that big blue thumbs up there and let us know that you like us. And then follow the shit out of us on Twitter. We are at Fake Ass Radio. We are also on Instagram. Search for us on there. Follow us on there. And there you go. That's all I want you to do.
2: So make sure you listen and tell your friends about us, please.
3: And that too. <laughs> Share it out. Share it out. So, with that, I'm Scab, and I'm Gene Techman.
2: and I'm Lori Wilde.
3: And you are now tuned into the pack Ass Radio Show.
2: Have a good night. Or morning. Or whatever time of day it is. Hey, whenever
0: you're listening. Drive to work, use the bathroom. So Shaving, having coffee.
2: Sitting in a half-finished bathroom.
0: smoking a joint.
3: (laughs) We're glad that you are listening. Thank you very, very much.
0: Yeah, fake-ass radio show. Good day.
1: You all. Peace. Yeah.